0: Podcast. Okay. Are
1: we good? <laughs> Ooh, that was hot. Do it again. Welcome to our first ever podcast. My name is Corey Minyard. I'm the owner of Hot Stuff Aesthetics and I've been a licensed esthetician for a little over four years.
0: Hi, I'm Ira. Um, I've been a hairstylist for 80 years and I own Studio 13 Salon and I'm under Vicious Hair 13.
1: Myra just opened her own salon about six months ago. So I started renting from her and I pay her money every month. I do her money here. every month. Yes, you do. How did you get started, Corey? <laughs> okay, so I got started with aesthetics about, like I said, four or five years ago is when I started my esthetician school experience and everything. Um, it was really cool. I went to a school called Sen Beauty Academy. It was a brand new school. The teacher had just left Marinello's. And she opened her own school.
0: Yeah, actually, fun fact, we found out that the esthetician at Marinello's is Corey's, or was Corey's teacher. Yeah.
1: (laughs) And Myra over here (laughs) went to Marinello's also Mm
0: -hmm.
1: as it was shutting down, right?
0: Yeah, what year did you graduate, actually?
1: I mean, I graduated, uh, 2017, maybe? You're not, do you still have to pay your student loans? No. I already Well, I didn't go to Marinello's. I went to Send. Oh, okay, never mind. Yeah, it was oh, a school okay. she had opened after she left Marinello's. Got it. Yeah. So, I went to Send Beauty Academy. I went to community college for a really long time, tried to figure out what I wanted to do, and obviously, I couldn't figure it out because I'm more of a creative person. And Why I got started is because I have always been a really hairy child Um, I grew up always getting made fun of for my body hair and all of that stuff, which honestly it could have been a lot worse but with that I was always super insecure and I started getting my eyebrows waxed my body waxed, my legs stuff like that at a really young age I think I was like in fourth grade so that's always carried with me and I didn't realize until after I went to community college that that was even an option to mm-hmm. do that as a career. Because at that time, I feel like everybody thought that the beauty industry was a very like low paid.
0: It was a job. Joke. Like it was a hobby to be. Yeah, it
1: wasn't anything that anybody took really seriously. So when I decided to do it, I was like, okay, I'm probably gonna work at a nail salon and <laughs> do facials <laughs> in the back room or something. Um, but yeah, it didn't end up that way. And once I finished school, I decided that I actually fell in love with facials, waxing, and lash extensions, everything, all of the above, because my teacher had all of those different strengths as mm-hmm. well. So I wanted to be just like her. I wanted to kind of explore everything and figure out what I really loved. Um, and so that's pretty much my why. <laughs> I was a really hairy child and I wanted to help other people in that same, you know, with that same issue. Um, to feel empowered and strong and love their body. I feel like we all have that kind of issue with loving our bodies. Yeah. So um, anything I can do to kind of help younger people or even older people feel strong and confident in their own body, that's the most important thing for me. So that's my why. And like I said, I got started about four to five years ago. I um, started at European Wax Center and built my strengths there with waxing, and then once I figured out I really liked it, then I decided to go out on my own, once Mm -hmm. I learned my skills and everything. Decided to go out on on my own, rent a room, and you meet so many different people, and it's, I love it. Different personalities. Different personalities, and I just realized that I really just love people,
0: (laughs) a people person. You really are. Um, I'm Myra, and um, I grew up here in Riverside, California, and I stayed around here. Actually, my mom, we had an apartment up here by Ramona, and uh, my mom's favorite story is that I used to uh, get mud and throw it on people's doors because I was just a bad kid. Yeah. I'm, oh my you know, god. Yeah. So I've like the fact that the salon is like right here. It's like crazy to me. Um, I got started in 2014. I went to Maranello's in Upland. I used to work at Home Depot right here off of Madison and I really liked it. I moved up really quickly there. And, um, then I just started to hate it because customers are sometimes kind of hard to please in a corporate sure. world. And, uh, I remember just sitting in my car crying cause I'm surprised.
1: <laughs> I know. Myra is a big crybaby. If you guys didn't know already, she's a Pisces.
0: I am. And, um, Francisco uh was going to school for mechanical engineering and at the time like he would just always be really excited to go to school and he would tell me about his school and I'm like I want to do that like I want to be happy in a job and that's when I decided to ask if I can have um hours to go to school and I remember the manager there um told me no that I had to pick between school or being full-time because I was about to get you know full-time and stuff and i said no i put it off for two years and then i was like you know fuck that i'm gonna i'm actually going to go to school and i found marinello's off of upland and then two minutes away from that that home depot it was marinello's so i ended up getting interviewed out there uh, told them my situation and they worked with my hours so i would um what's it called i would go to work at eight in the morning get off at five and then i would go to school from 5 30 to 10 30 at night monday through friday
1: those night shifts i remember those, <laughs> oh man, <laughs> those dude night it school. sucked
0: like i would i would sleep in my car a lot like in my lunch breaks and stuff like that but yeah that's how i got started 2014 and it was really hard and i was on my feet for like all fucking day because i'm at home depot and then i'm at school but it's crazy because i never felt tired i was like more like i enjoyed doing what i did you know what i mean and I feel like as a hairstylist, like, or, you know, just in the beauty industry, you can't be in it for money. Like, you really have to do it because. There's an extra passion behind it. Yeah. Like, people who do it just for the money, I feel like they, they fail and they do fast, crappy jobs, you know? But yeah. And um, so I got started and then I built a studio in the back of my mom's house. It cost me five grand to do and i did work back there but i didn't really have a lot of clientele just because it was my mom's house and i didn't feel comfortable bringing people there a lot and then i worked for super cuts and then after that um i worked for a salon and i also cried there because it was horrible they were they were racist and can i say that
1: yeah, say whatever you want.
0: Okay. They were racist and even though I worked with some amazing stylists, like I literally was just, like surrounded by people who did like celebrities. And one of them is like this big name now and stuff. It just wasn't my vibe, you know. Um I left there. I went back to Supercuts and then um Francisco told me that his friend's wife worked at the solo salon off Tyler and that she really liked it and he's like let's go check it out and so we did and it was the number 13 and it just so happened I was like you know fuck it like and then the weird story about that is that the person that was leaving that room worked at the salon that i was working at like she she left that salon to open up her own and she didn't like it so it was just kind of weird that it like she
1: went back to the old salon yeah weird so you guys like swapped places pretty much
0: yeah so i i took that as like signs i was like okay so number 13 that's a sign Mm -hmm. second all the room was black that was like another sign to me i was like okay i like this vibe and (laughs) then i found out that it was that like a girl that i used to work with at the salon i didn't like so i'm like okay that's another sign and i just signed the lease and i was there for three years but out of the three years like what two years we were in covid Mm -hmm. right but i built a lot of my clientele through moving on my own and then um now i'm here at this salon yep and i manifested corey
1: Oh, I know. That's a story on its own. So, a funny story about how I found Myra. <laughs> I found Myra. You found me. Um. So, the salon I used to work at was on Hole. Mm-hmm. Myra's solo salon was on Hole. Hole, by best buy. <laughs> also. <laughs> and we worked, like, literally right across the street from each other. We couldn't quite see the buildings, but, you know, mm-hmm. they were there. And we took the same route to work, pretty much, and I was right behind her on California Street, right behind her, and she has a big-ass sticker (laughs) on the back of her car that says, Vicious Hair. And that's her like at Instagram name. So I was like, okay, I'm going to support her. Like I'm going to follow this girl because obviously like she has it blasted on the back of her car for a reason. Like I'm going to follow and I want more friends in the industry. So I went ahead and followed her and she followed me back, which was super cool. And she ended up booking an appointment with me Mm -hmm. because that's the type of person she is. If she finds somebody that, you know, (laughs) offers a service she wants, she's going to book it. Um, so she came into me, she started booking stuff for her other friends and everything. Um, and one of her friends was like, oh, so does Myra do her do your hair? And I was like, actually, no, I should probably book an appointment. <laughs> because she sent me literally all of her friends, um, family, and everything. So I was like, you know what? I should probably return the favor and go to her. <laughs> and she did an amazing job on my hair. And um, yeah, we just kept swapping services and going back and forth until we built like kind of a, a friendship. And when she got her own location... I was kind of on the outs of my last place and I was ready to leave. Mm-hmm. And Myra was like, Corey, you need to come here. <laughs> like, obviously she has an extra room for an est- esthetician. And if she wanted one, it would be her own esthetician, right? Yeah. Um, so it just so happened to work out perfectly when she opened this location in, what was it? December?
0: Yeah. I she- was like planting that seed in your head. But yes. also because a lot of my clients like that are now her clients as well that is, like, one thing that it, they do always say, like, compliment is, like, oh, I love the fact that you and Corey are, like, across the street from each other. It's easy to, like, schedule stuff. And then one time, um, Myra what is the Oh, my gosh. The other Myra, <laughs> The other Myra. Um, she actually was, like, I really wish that, like, you guys would just work together. And yeah. I'm, like, oh, I never thought about it like that, you know? Um, and I was, like, yeah, I mean, I would love for her to work with me, you know, but I, I didn't want to, like, take her out from where she was at and then it's like when you find your home sometimes it's like you get comfortable there and you don't want to leave right yeah yeah and then one day it just happened I know I I know she had she was painting the room pink
1: I know I was like you know what I'm ready like please take (laughs) me if the room is still available she had been telling me you know for weeks and I just decided to make the jump and
0: and we also like that we shared like the same clients because like Corey will go into my room and I can just talk. And she just talks to my clients. And then I, I always tell people, I'm like, I feel like I'm the big older sister. And like, it's funny because I've always wanted like girl siblings and I never really got that. So Aww, it I feels like. A
1: sister either.
0: <laughs> Do you want to be sisters? Are you the youngest? Yes. Oh yeah, me too. Oh, Hell yeah. Hey, babies. And we're hustlers. We're the wow. hustlers. They gave people a lot of shit. They gave Kim Kardashian a lot of shit for the things she said about how people don't want to work anymore and it's like people were mad because it's like she has a lot of money and she has a lot of help but you know what i guarantee you like i bet my life that she's on that phone 24 fucking 7 building her business It is true, and she's just fortunate that she has those nannies and she has that chef and she has those cleaners and it's like people give her shit like oh she doesn't know what she's talking about she doesn't know what hard work is it's like It's funny because it's like all the people that were talking shit. I'm like, you guys don't own a business. You have no idea Mm -mm. how hard it is.
1: It's like your work ethic is one thing, but to own a business is completely different.
0: Yeah. Because I remember
1: when I, I used to work at Stater Brothers before I ever started esthetician school, anything, before I was even in college. And when I worked there, my work ethic was non-existent. So how old would, were you, too? No, I mean, I was 19. Oh. Okay. Um, but still, my boyfriend worked there, too, and he was a few years younger than me, and his work ethic was on point. Yeah. On fucking point. Like, I look up to him and, like, how he works, because I know whatever job he's gonna have, he's gonna kill it. Me, on the other hand, when I worked there, I <laughs> would hide in the back room on my phone. <laughs> I would show up to work late with my Starbucks. Um, I would make other people wait for me because I was late. And um I would not show up to work sometimes because I overslept.
0: Oh hell no, stuff like that.
1: Exactly. And compared to now that I own my own business, I'm a completely different person. Like I think I've probably cancelled my clients' appointments. I could count it on one hand, Mm -hmm. how many times I've done that. You know, I I don't call out often. Um I just probably been maybe two or three times I've ever cancelled. And that just goes to show when it's something that you care about and something that you love and you're passionate about that you will go above and beyond um, to make it happen. Yeah. And when you're working for somebody else, it's not the same. It's, you know, that's just something to pay the bills. And I mean, I didn't even have bills back then. I was, I know. you know, going out to the mall and trying to, I don't know. I know. I myself. picked up a
0: check one time. My first job, well, my second job was at Del Taco. And I picked up, a, I saw a check at my mom's house. It was like $236. I was like, man, I used to think like that was everything right. for two weeks. I was I like, know. wow.
1: Yeah it's so crazy how like things change but it's like i just feel like when you have that ownership of owning a business and you have that responsibility of it um it's just a lot more important to you well it should be more important to you
0: oh heck yeah like i think we've had this conversation a lot of times where people like i'm like people can call me whatever they want but if they insult my business i'm like oh i'm coming after Mm -hmm. you you can call me a bitch you can call me this and that but don't uh, come for my business. Don't come for my business. I've worked way too fucking hard for mm-hmm. this. I have busted my ass and I I feel like, yeah, I've had a lot of help from like people and stuff, but. That's I,
1: more personal to me. Yeah. Than if you were to talk about my personality. Yeah. <laughs> yeah.
0: yeah. Mm-hmm. That, there's a story behind that, but it's just like, the purpose of this podcast is. Um, I really wanted something
1: where other people, Professionals and clients can come to to learn more, because I feel like even though there's so many education like there's ways to get your education out there, I just feel like there's nothing like hearing it from somebody else, Mm -hmm. hearing it from somebody that went through it personally. So this is just to educate you know other professionals, anybody that has questions about opening their own business, about um, specific skills, anything like that, or even clients that just want to know more about us. Um, I just want to share my experiences and tell everybody um, what I went through so you guys don't have to go through that personally yourself either because there's a lot of things that I wish I had known before I went into this.
0: Yeah,
1: it, Owning your own business and going into this is a lot different than going in for a job interview and working for somebody else yeah. so I wish that I had taken myself a little bit more seriously in the beginning um, instead of thinking that it was more of a hobby Mm-hmm. because it's not a hobby, and back then, obviously, it was just starting out, but I wish I had taken myself a lot more seriously. Um,
0: it's definitely not a nine-to-five job.
1: Definitely not. It's a 24-7, as you may have heard before, but yeah, you definitely work all the time.
0: Myra just wants to make people laugh. <laughs> <laughs> no, um, I think the great thing about this podcast, too, is that you're gonna have two different perspectives, like, Corey and I are completely different. In the way we handle our businesses. Yes. Completely <laughs> different. And that's okay. Um, you know, one thing I always say is like, what might work for one person is not going to work for another. Mm-hmm. Same thing goes for like hair products. Exactly. Like what works on me is not going to work on Corey. Mm-hmm. We were actually just having this discussion like yesterday when I she's like, I love Amika. And I'm like, yeah, I love the smell of it, but I hate it. She's like, I love it. And I'm just like, that that's like a perfect Mm -hmm. example that what works for corey is not gonna work for me and um so that's a good thing it's like you're gonna have personally you're gonna have my honest Mm -hmm. opinion
1: so for me i'm a very (laughs) i feel like when i become a parent i'm not a parent at all right now i'm gonna
0: be one (laughs) of those gentle parenters (laughs) where i'd
1: be like let's talk about your feelings
0: (laughs) (laughs) i am very strict like She's very strict. I'm very strict. I'm laid back. And Corey's laid back, and that's fine, you know? And it's funny to me when we, our clients, like, my clients will be here on the dot. On the dot. Or a little bit earlier. And Corey, and when they are coming to see Corey, they're, like, running up the stairs. Like, I didn't want to be late. I'm like, yeah, Corey doesn't fucking care. Like... (laughs) but exactly. they're just so accustomed to me being upset if they show up late like so
1: that's the cool thing about me getting myers clients too <laughs> is they're already conditioned for this and they know to be on time i'm not very strict like that with my clients i'm really laid back like i understand you know if people are being late i'm not gonna be upset because i run late to everything too mm-hmm. so i i can't ex- <laughs> hold them to the standard that i can't hold up to either and that's
0: good that you're like that right exactly I'm
1: if i'm gonna be five minutes late i can't be upset my client's gonna be five minutes late too. Yep. You feel me? Yeah. So I, I just have to be the same with them. Um. Obviously, if I was a little bit better about it, then I would be the same way. Um. But I just feel like you're a lot more punctual, even just with yourself.
0: Yeah. So she obviously, said you ten don't o'clock your time today, to and I was here at like nine forty, and I got a coffee. I
1: was like ten o
0: eight. I'm still in the grace period <laughs> I know So that's exactly
1: why I do have a grace period Obviously if you're over 15 minutes late We have a problem Right Yeah Because mm-hmm. your entire Appointment
0: is I mean 10 minutes You're 15 minutes late There's a problem with Corey If you're two minutes late I'm already yelling at Jasmine Like mm-hmm. Ask for their ETA I'm yeah. pissed Like where are they mm-hmm. <laughs> They're laying dead
1: <laughs> I know But it's true Every minute counts With these types of things It so. does Yeah
0: I feel like with you more too because like you have tiny services right Mm
1: -hmm. yeah I have a lot shorter services sometimes my appointment will be literally maybe 10 minutes Mm -hmm. so if my client is 10 minutes late for that appointment that's their entire slot yeah so for things like that I'm sorry I'm gonna have to count you as a no-show but I'm still getting the hang of it. I'm still trying to learn that I need to charge no-shows. I barely hired my first assistant, which is Myra's assistant also. <laughs> <It's> like, <laughs> we share assistants. We share a lot of things. <laughs> um, so I'm still getting in the hang of that, trying to grasp you know, my footing and everything. But I feel like we're slowly getting there, and that's a whole part of the process is learning and sharing and trying to um, help each other out to be successful. So
0: yeah and something i have to learn with people it's like sometimes people are just venting to me about their business and i'm very like well this is how i run my business you should run it like that too and i have to like sometimes like kick back and be like okay but that's not they're not you mm-hmm. you know what i mean so like i said like the fact that you have two completely different perspectives plus we're gonna have other people on here and you're gonna have a lot of different perspectives on how they run their business you know what i mean some that's people the cool
1: thing too is like we know so many people that do own their own business and i feel like everybody has their input, and everybody is so unique on their own yeah uh, and it works for them yeah and they're
0: successful mm-hmm. and that's the cool thing about being in this industry is that we each have someone that will work for us right mm-hmm. and um there's something else i was gonna say i forgot this mimosas is hitting me, though.
1: <laughs> All right. Well, Myra, do you have anything else to say? Is there anything you want to get off your
0: chest? Not yet. I don't know. It's for another day.
1: Yeah. Well, I think this is good for today. Thank you for tuning in to this podcast.
0: We'll see you next time with our new, uh, another topic. I love you. I don't. Um, this is a signing off. Bye. My name's Corey. My name's Myra. Okay. See I'm gonna get the last one. I'm just <laughs>